Good afternoon. My name is Gil Sanchez, and I'm the owner of Gil's Kickboxing Gym right here in Lomita, off the PCH. This is episode one of my podcast. Now, the reason I wanted to create a podcast is not for me or my gym. The reason I wanted to create a podcast is to highlight all the local, other local business owners here in the area, Lomita, Harbor City, Torrance, I guess basically the South Bay. Now, the reason that I wanted to do this is, is basically just to highlight, to highlight the business owners around here, not specifically the business itself, but the actual business owner. A lot of us have stories that I think need to be heard that could be inspirational to a lot of people. More than anything, it's just a great way for, for you, the, the great people in the community, just to get to know the, the local business owners and, and you know, their backstory, how they came to be, how they ended up here in this beautiful city with the business. Now, I, f- I really believe that local businesses have a purpose here in this area. And I think you would all agree with me by saying that, by understanding that we need to support our local businesses. And how, how, how a better, how's a better way to do that than getting to know the individuals that decided to open up their business here? This first episode is going to be about myself. Again, I own Gil's Kickboxing Gym right here on the PCH in Lomita, 1930 Pacific Coast Highway. We've been here, as of today, about 11 months now, my story dates back in my hometown of Fresno, California, which is about four hours north of here. I started in the fitness industry when I was 20 years old. So that would be 18 years ago when I first got started, literally like with fitness as far as credentials. So I've been doing this a very long time. But my story is definitely going to start when I was a young kid. On the wrestling mat. Now, I got involved in wrestling because I was bullied. I was a lot smaller than a lot of kids. So I started wrestling to to get some confidence, you know, just to to learn how to defend myself. What I got from the wrestling mat is something that sticks with me to this day and will stick with me for the rest of my life. I learned so many great things that it's hard to speak them all. But what I definitely learned was how to be mentally strong. Being mentally strong by far supersedes physical strength. Mental focus, mental toughness, mental strength. This is how we create who we become in life, our mindset. I learned early on what I wanted to do with myself, with my life. When I was 18 years old, I started working at a casino. It's called Table Mountain Casino. Again, this is in my hometown where I'm from. And... I was a waiter there. I worked a graveyard shift. As an employee there, you were given a free gym membership. At the time, it was to Bally Total Fitness. So I took advantage of it. You know, I wrestled my whole life. I liked, I liked to be physical and active. At this stage, I, was, I had self-confidence. So I, I, I joined it. I, I jumped in. I started going. And again, I worked graveyard. So I'm going to the gym about 8 o'clock in the morning. So it's very empty. And I don't really don't know what I'm doing. Back then... We didn't have the internet. You know, we didn't have Facebook. We didn't have Google or YouTube. I couldn't pull up videos on how to do anything. So I walked in there, I guess, blind and just started lifting weights. Now, like anybody that's ever started working out, just by simply walking through the door and, and following a workout, whatever, it's a class or you're just there 
doing a treadmill or lifting weights, you're going to get results. That's just what happens. Your body's doing something it's never done before. So it's reacting by rebuilding, by growing, by getting better. So now I'm, I'm, I'm getting results. You know, I still don't know what I'm doing. I went the route of looking at people and seeing what they were doing, which is a big no-no. I don't know what they know. I don't know if they're even doing it right, but I know that they're doing it and they look like they know what they're doing. So I'm going to do it too. So I'm, I'm, I'm working now. I'm probably about a good six months in. I've got results. I feel good about myself. And then it's getting to a point where, you know, I, I got to figure this thing out. I mean, I got to know what I'm doing so I don't hurt myself. So I went out to a uh, Barnes and Noble, you know, bookstore. Again, we didn't have the internet, so there's no ebooks. There's nothing I could could find other than going and reading up on it. So I went and got this book. It was it was written by a gentleman named Dr. Nick Evans. I'll never forget it. It was my first introductory to to the human body anatomy, and he was a bodybuilder. So his book broke down in very very layman's terms, which is what I was looking for: how to eat, how to work out. Breathing, sets, reps, rest, form. So this was a great starting point for me. So I took the book and I read it from back to end multiple times. And I implemented what I was learning into the gym. Right away, I started to notice real, real extravagant results. Because I started to really now focus on nutrition. And that is, I think most of we know, is 80% of it. Just as the mind is 80% over physical 20%. And these are made up percentages, obviously. I'm just throwing off the top of my head. But they're pretty realistic as far as results. What we put into our body is either going to really express and, and really push out our results. Or it's, it's going to just kind of be spinning wheels. So I went and I started to eat well. I started eating really good. I got so addicted to health and fitness that it consumed my life. So much so that I went and I got a certification, a personal training certification when I was 20 years old through NASM, you know, the National Association of Sports Medicine. So I learned a lot. I learned a ton about that. I also learned that I really like doing this. I think I want to help people. I think I want to train other people. So what I did was I went out and I bought a weight set. I bought a weight set and I put it right in my living room. And I lived I lived in a house, me and a roommate. So what somebody would normally have like a dining room table... I went out and bought a weight set. Me and him weren't having dinners at the table every night talking about our day. So I just took advantage of an empty space that we didn't weren't using. So I went out and I bought it and I started to use it. I wanted to, you know, learn how to use the equipment. And then I started training a couple of friends. This was obviously free. I definitely didn't expect anybody to pay me money to teach them something that I was an absolute beginner in. I did it purely for the experience. So I'm training my friends and it's fun. I'm having a good time. They're starting to get some results. So then I'm thinking, well, maybe I do want to start doing this and get paid to do it. I can go start training people at a gym. And then I have a self-reflection conversation with myself. Obviously, it's not going to be me walking through the door, telling people how to pick up weights and they're just going to throw cash at me. I have to talk to these people. I have to First, I have to let them understand and know what I'm talking about. And put their trust in me. Now, I was not somebody that was just awesome at talking to people. I just, that's just not who I was. I had a lot of friends in high school and I was part of clubs. You know, I, bro- I used to break dance. I was part of a school club. I was even voted class clown of my senior year, which is crazy to think about knowing who I was and, you know, how 
I guess, very close, closed I was as far as being outgoing. Nonetheless, I was voted class clown. And I knew that I was going to need to talk to people, personable, relate to them, have real conversations, build rapport, develop that. And I didn't have that. That wasn't something I was naturally good at. So instead of applying at a gym and walking in and failing miserably, which I know I would have, I did the exact opposite. I walked into the fire to face my fears and I started selling cars, which is completely way out of my comfort zone. But I knew I needed to do it to add that element to myself. It's a skill set. Talking to people, selling people things is an absolute skill. And if you don't know how to do that, you're never going to succeed. If, you're, if your future and your career and your goals involve selling something to somebody, you need to know how to do it. So I started selling cars. I went through all the training programs. We were role playing all the time, talking to people, calling people on the phone, walking up to somebody that walks on a car that I've never met in my life, getting them or having them to, to purchase a $20,000, $40,000 car. They just met me. Do you know what kind of pressure that is? Trying to sell somebody something with such a high price tag that you just met? It's, it's challenging. It's very difficult. So you learn right away how to develop rapport, getting them to trust you, getting them to learn and you know, get to know you as a person, not just a car salesman. So I did that for two years and I did good. I did really well considering I had no interest in cars to begin with, but I would sell cars. You know, I, I, made, I made money and, and I, I did it. It was a job. After about two years, I, I, I realized I got what I needed from this career. I don't like it. I hate selling something to somebody and then never seeing them again. That wasn't me. I didn't like to do that. So from there, I was ready as far as being able to sell something, talk to people, overcome objections and just be personal. But what I realized was I was selling these things to people, but I never had to see them again. So I don't know if they were happy or not. I don't know if I did a good job. So before going into the gym, I, I went lateral, but one step above it. I wasn't selling cars. Now I got into service, sales and service, meaning I worked for Alhambra. You know, those big five gallon jugs of water that, you know, that people deliver to businesses once or twice, three times a month, or even the homes. I did that for two years. And that was great because then I had a, a route, a routine. I would see the same people weekly and I got a chance to get to know them, you know, their names, get to know their personality, get to know their life, get to know things about them. So I was developing relationships, real relationships with them. And I enjoyed that. That was fun. Again, I didn't, I didn't have an interest in selling water, but I did have an interest in talking to people, getting to know them. Meeting people, I guess, was the main thing I liked. And I, I didn't know that about myself. So that really opened my eyes to that part of me. So after these two jobs and training the whole time through, getting experience with that, I, I was then ready. I was then ready to walk into the gym and start training people. So I walked into Bally Total Fitness, the place where it started for me. And I applied. But I didn't apply as a personal trainer. No, I applied as a sales rep. Because for four years, I had been a sales rep. Helping people, selling people. So that was what I got into. So I started selling memberships. And right away, that was, that was my thing. I knew it from day one. I was selling something that I believed in to people that I know needed it. Everybody needs fitness and health. 
So my job was to build the value to show them and make them understand how this is going to benefit them. For me, that was easy because I really believed it. I did it personally. I went through it. I got the results. I changed my life. So selling that to people was second to me. I could just as much as I was able to to drive or as I was able to just be a person, it just came second nature. And I loved it. And I did really good at it. I got promoted to the weekend sales manager, to the sales manager, to the contract auditor, inventory manager. These were things I wanted to learn about the business after I was in it for a while. Then I became the general manager. All this within a you know, three to four year time frame. Now that came again with a lot of responsibility, which is another element, the business aspect of it, which I was, again, I was learning as, at the same time. And for me, I think I excelled a little bit too fast to keep up with the business aspect because I was working for corporate America you know conference calls quotas budgets stress and and I didn't get into fitness for that so I started to lose the passion and and I hated it I hated the fact that I couldn't just be about the members it couldn't just be about the people getting results anymore so that kind of slipped out for me and I kind of lost my love for it so I stepped away for about a year just to go do hard labor get my hands dirty and kind of reboot my mind I knew that's what I loved to do. I knew I wanted to do it. And I wasn't going to let that experience ruin it for me. So I took a year off to reboot my mind, get my hands dirty. And then I came back to it. But I came back to it with a new perspective. I knew what I, what I, what I had to do with the sales aspect of it, with the training aspect of it. But now I needed to get that business mentality. So when I came back into, I came back at a gym that was called LA Boxing. These are small clubs now. I went from huge box chains like Bellatofis to a small gym no bigger than an apartment. So I'm working here at LA Boxing as the assistant manager. And this is class-based now. So members come only for classes for the most part or private training. So I'm getting a chance to really develop relationships. I'm, I know every member in the gym. It's that small. So I'm building relationships, getting a chance to understand this is what I want to do. I don't need to sit here selling multiple memberships all day, hitting budgets. I want to, I want to have this group of members, enough members to have a, a future, to have a, a paycheck. And I want to service them every single day, not just with the skill sets I offer them, but I want to make them comfortable. I like the community. I like the family environment. People coming to the gym and staying there after their workout just to hang out or come early to hang out before their workout. That is what I loved more than anything else on this planet as far as the workforce goes. And I knew right then and there, this is my life. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to open a gym. I want to create a community. I want to create a place that people can come to and treat it as their second home. This is my purpose in life. So I worked there for four years. In, the, in those four years, LA Boxing was bought out by the UFC. The franchise it and became the UFC gym, which is now, you know, they're a billion dollar company. UFC gyms all over the, spread all over the world now. So I was in this environment. I was proud. I was proud to work for the UFC gym. I was proud to be a part of something at, the, at, its, at its youth, at its infancy. Because today it's huge. At that point, I was still about the family vibe, the community. Everybody that was a member there was my friend. And this was not at all me 
stretching the truth. Everybody there meant so much to me. All I wanted to do was make them happy every day. I was really good at that. I was really good at offering the service because I had been so intrigued with learning the physical fitness aspect of it that combining that with my love for helping people, it's just, it's all I know. It's, it's who I am. It's all I have ever wanted to be. So me and my family, we packed up and we moved down here to L.A., to, to San Pedro, three years ago, which would have been 2016, August. And I transferred to the UFC gym out here right away. After about two months, I realized, I, I think I want to, I think I'm ready. I think I want to open my, open my gym and start my family, start my community. In that process, I, I, I took on a job at another local kickboxing gym here. You know, I, I needed to make a living and I needed to get adjusted to this new lifestyle out here. It's much different than where I come from. I needed to meet people. So I, I was working there for a couple of years and then, you know, the gym closed down and that was, that was the sign from God. That was, that was my opportunity. So I went on the hunt, me and my wife, me and my wife went on the hunt. We drove every street in the South Bay. I learned this area really well because of that. 12 hours a day, seven days a week, we're looking for a location and nobody wants to take a chance on somebody that's never had a business, somebody that's a startup and have a lot of capital I had an, a, somebody that believed in me from Fresno they saw me putting in the work I trained this, this person's kids they saw and believed in me and they invested in me and that gave me so much motivation to, have to, to see somebody have that kind of trust in me invest in me oh, I, I gotta tell you that feeling that it put over me was I'm not gonna fail there's no way I'm gonna let this person down if they believe in me, the sky's the limit. Nothing's going to stop me. So I found the location. I opened the doors. Huge risk. Somebody invested in me. I'm going to do whatever it takes. So I opened this gym. I know what to do as far as running a gym. I didn't know how to start a gym or build it out. This was all new to me. So we got a good location. Our doors opened. I had people that came with me. And right away, the, the vibe I'm loving. I was loving the vibe because it was exactly how I imagined it. A sense of family, a community. Encouraging. Members helping members. People from all walks of life. Doctors, lawyers, teachers, students. Stay-at-home moms, business owners. Anybody. All collectively gathered in here. And for that hour, you, you, had, you had some place that you mattered. Whether you had a bad day, whether you're having a bad time in your life, when you came here, you definitely felt that you were really wanted. You felt like a friend because you really are. Anybody that knows me and has been to here can, back, can definitely vouch for that. I carry myself as such and it's not fake because it's every day. It's seven days a week. I love the members. I love the environment. I love teaching, training, coaching. I love the camaraderie. I love it. I love it all. So for me, doing what I do every day is I count my blessings. I have two beautiful daughters, a beautiful wife. We have a home. It's, I've won in my mind. Whatever the future holds is going to be dictated off my hard work. And trust me when I say I'm working every day. I'm building my brand. I want people to know what we're doing here. 
I want to reach out as too many people as possible to open our doors to them, to offer them a lifestyle change, to offer them a community within a community. So I'm so, so proud of what's taking place here. I'm so happy with what I've seen over this past 11 months that the futures can be nothing but spectacular. There's just no way because I, I have nothing but optimism. I'm so excited every day to offer my, this to more people. The only way that I can do that is to grow. So I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go ahead and do that for my community. And that's my story in a nutshell. You know, is I, I had, a, I had a, a dream that I worked hard towards. There's nothing else to say. I worked hard for 20 years to accomplish my dream of opening a gym. My dream was never to make a million dollars. My dream was to open a gym and create a community. And I have done that. I'll, I'll, I'll build out. I will build out and you know, I, have, so I can support my family and, and you know, enjoy things in life. But I've, I've won friends and family. I, I've done it. I've done what I set out to do. And everything from here is just icing on the cake. And I, I, love, I, love, I love what's taking place. And I welcome anybody in the area to come by, stop in, do a class, join us, you know, join the gym, become a part of the community here. It's open doors to every single person that that is looking for a lifestyle change, that is looking for a place where they can be comfortable, get challenged, train hard and make friendships. This is that place. So I encourage you to stop by, check it out. No, 1930 Pacific Coast Highway right here in Lomita. You can't miss us. If you're driving down the PCH, you're going to see us. Big blue letters, Gil's Kickboxing Gym. So this is the first episode, and I'm going to be coming to you. If you're a business owner here, reach out to me. Reach out to me on the Instagram at Gil's Kickboxing Gym, with Facebook at Gil's Kickboxing Gym. Send me an email, gilskickboxinggym at gmail.com, and I'll come to you. We can link up. We can just do it over the phone. But I want, to, I want everybody here to know us, to get to familiar with the business owners, to tell your story. I'm sure you have a story that people can relate to, that people want to support. So reach out to me. I'm looking forward to hearing from you, and I'm looking forward to getting the, the community supporting each other. That's, that's really my goal. What I've done for this gym here, I want to do for the community. And that's it. There's no, no, it's black and white. I want to help people help each other. So reach out to me. And I thank you guys for listening. Um, this is just me sitting here in my gym, speaking candidly. I'm speaking from my from my heart, and I hope that the business owners that get on here can do the same. So reach out to me. We're coming out maybe once a week to start, depending on how many business owners want to get their story told. So thank you guys for listening, and I look forward to spreading more stories and getting to know everybody. So that way we can all become one big Samoa community here in the South Bay. Thank you guys. And I'll talk to you on the next one.